we got this. Or do we? I'm Ali Magistrali. I'm Uni Mojica. And we are so happy to be back after a short pause, a brief pause. A brief pause for the cause. And we are back here at QED Studios in Astoria, Astoria Queens. Queens. Our neighborhood, mm-hmm. the place we love. Yeah, we're so excited to be back here. So excited to be in your ears. And, and we hope you had a great summer. We yeah. just got biz, y'all. Yeah, we, we just got, got really biz. biz. And, um, you know, we took a brief pause. I guess this is season two. If we want to call it season two, yeah. we can call it whatever the fuck we want to call 5. it. 1.5. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. And there's a lot has happened this summer. So the last time we saw you, we were... Talking it, about... Dating, dating dating apps, apps with yeah. Darian Douglas, and we hope that you thought it was hilarious. I did. And <laughs> I, I did as well. And we hope you like having Darian on the podcast, and we're looking forward to having more guests uh, soon. This season. I guess it is season two, right? It feels yeah. like it. feels like it. Yeah. We took a summer break. Mm-hmm. I went to the beach a few times. You went to the beach a few times. Yeah. Just working on some stuff. Was it before? That was before I was out of town for a few weeks for mm-hmm. some work thing. And Newport uh, Jazz Festival. The Newport Jazz Festival. Uni had a gig, an all women's big band on the Newport Jazz Festival stage. Yes. Can we get an amen for yeah. that? Woo! Amen. Yes. It was with the Diva Jazz Orchestra. It is an all-female big band that swings, plays jazz, and... Supports the cause and supports women. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And And Newport, if... Which is one of the biggest jazz festivals in the entire world. Mm -hmm. And it was really an honor to play there. And I'd never thought in my career that I would ever play Newport, which boggled my mind. There you go. And look how young you be. 30, and I'm going to be 31 this year, guys. Birthday month. It's uni's birthday month. Libra, Libra, Libra. Excuse me, Leo. That's (laughs) it. I think you. I say Leo because the same weekend uni played Newport, it was President Obama's birthday, which is also... My birthday. Yes. And it was a big one for me this year, you guys. It was my 30th birthday. And up until that point, I think maybe because of all the things that I had going on, I was feeling pretty anxious and just kind of about it. But when it came, when I got there, it it was weird. I wasn't expecting it to feel a certain way. It's like, whatever, it's another day. It's a birthday. But it did. It was significant for me. It carries a lot of weight. Mm Mm-hmm. It was significant for me. And Yunti <laughs> took me on a date. We went to a fun party. Can we talk about the party yes. we went to? Okay. So, oh, another um, highlight. Highlight this seat this this season. This <laughs> summer, uh, I got the opportunity to be on Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It. Netflix, Netflix show series, which you should watch the, season one if you haven't already. Season one is amazing, and season two. This was for the first episode of season two. I happened to be playing in the band that was featured in the episode, and then we like filmed filmed another scene where we were like after the gig type of vibe. Do you know when it's coming out? I don't know when it's coming out. Mm. I'm sure we'll all see it, and then when I find out. 
I'll make sure to we'll to talk about it. We'll talk about it. But after that, I was able to take Allie for her birthday to the rap party on my birthday. On your birthday, that was so. <laughs> Cool. So Allie got to see some of the characters that were, or the actors that were in the show. Did you, did you get to see Nolan Darling too? Yeah. Did you see her? Yeah, I saw her. Oh, I didn't see her. Oh, I should have pointed her out. Yeah, she was there. I didn't see her, but Spike Lee was hanging on stage with his boo, I assume that's who that was. I think she's a producer too. Um, But I recently saw Black Klansman, which is so good, and everyone should go see that as well. Mm-hmm. And to be, you know, you know the name Spike Lee. Yeah. But I did, I had to do some research and find out what, what is his work, what has he done, and to be in the same room as this man on my birthday, too. Amazing. It was so cool. He's done so much. It was so cool. For the culture. He's a genius, yeah. I would say. Uh, so we partied our bootays off, had a great birthday yeah, it weekend. <laughs> it was hot as shit. I was Summer wearing was a- really gross when you think about it. There was a lot of horribly humid days. Yeah, the summer was tough yeah. in New York City. Um, yeah, hot, hot, humid Cooling down, days. heading into fall and those stupid pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> you know, I'm not into that. <laughs> And my roommate is really into the fall stuff. And not to hate on anyone who's into it. I get it. There's something cozy and wonderful about it. But I'm not ready. No, I'm not really a Halloween person either. I saw a Halloween pop up store already. Already. Yeah. Yesterday. It's September. I was upset. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, not what? a huge Halloween person. So I'm gonna dress up this year though. I don't know if I'm going to. We'll see. I think there are a few parties happening, and I guess I'll have to dress up. But Uh, Figure it out. (laughs) Anyway, so the other big thing that happened, big, uh, big, 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 is Uni and I, you know, we both work at Jazz at Lincoln Center. I started November of 2011, and this past Friday was my final day. Day at Jazz at Lincoln Center. No more. Why? Because, because I have decided to pursue my dreams. I had to figure out what my dreams were first, but I decided to pursue my dreams and I am leaving New York City after being here for over 10 years. And I am moving to LA in November. <laughs> it feels weird announcing it in this way. It makes it sound so official. It is official. And I am going to be pursuing um, a career in the health, fitness, wellness realm. I am a run coach already. And I want to expand upon that. And I want to also create some kind of food nutrition side of that business as well. And so it's going to be the first time that I'm freelancing for myself. I'm working for myself. I'm going to build this company in LA and, and why LA, you know, I love New York city. I always wanted to be here. So I think it took me a year to even be okay with the fact that I wanted to leave because I kind of, I didn't, 
it wasn't on my radar. So I had this feeling, but I didn't take it seriously because I thought, well, I'm a New Yorker for life. I still think this is the best place in the world and it's the best city in the world, but I need a quality of life increase. I think there was also a point in time where you were you didn't know if the move was because you wanting to move was because you were going through a transition. Right. I was running and running from my problems. Or if this was actually something that you you needed and wanted. Wanted to pursue. And as you grew out of that transition and you came out on the other side, you're like, yeah. I still have this feeling of needing to go. it's not because I'm going through something. It's because now that you're in a good place and happy. And I feel like when you're in a good place is when you can really make those big decisions and and really delve into yourself. And have some clarity and not jump to conclusions because you're on. You're uncomfortable, unhappy. Yeah, so I chose LA because my little baby sister lives there and we're going to live together and we get along splendidly. And I have some other really good friends there. And I just felt like if I was going to have a career change, one, I needed to go to a place where I could have work in the career that I am choosing. And two, I wanted to be, to have a support system. So I'm going to drive a car. It's so important. Your yeah. whole lifestyle is going to change. Yeah, you're going to have to get a car. You're going to. I'm like, going to have to get, have to get my own health insurance. The weather's <sighs> going to be different. <laughs> They're going to be getting ready for Christmas and putting lights on the palm trees. And oh, my God. Yeah, I'm ready. And, you know, I don't know how long I'll be there and what will happen, but I need to give this company a real go and I need to leave the city for a little while. Mm-hmm. And. I'm sad. I know you. But I'm happy for this you. This is also. now. I'm going to start processing leaving my friends. This is crazy. You and, and I, I are neighbors. Yeah, what? we're like ten minutes away. Ten minute walk <laughs> away from each other. It's crazy. But I bet you guys are asking, like, whoa, whoa. Does this mean that the podcast is ending? What's going on with What's, we got this or do doing? we? Well, we still got it. We still got it, and we're going to continue and we're to do it. it. And we are going to find ways to post our episodes and get them to to y'all. Record together. Record together remotely. That's going to be good for our friendship, too. It's going to be great. And it's going to make for some pretty interesting episodes. And I hope you guys are excited about it because we are. Come along with us. It's about to get wild. And you know that when I go to L.A. to visit you, we're going to record an episode. Together. And when you come over here... Together. We're going to record another episode. Together. (laughs) Together. (laughs) You know. So don't fear. We're still going to keep it going. This has been so cool having this podcast. And part of what we want to talk about today in turning 30 and all these kind of big, big monumental things, transition, but also uni's gigs and things outside of our quote unquote day jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to talk about what it means to to be grown and to be in this new stage of life and pursuing what you want to be doing in different ways with different confidence, with different experiences. Yes. So that's gonna with grown and sexy vibes. Grown and <laughs> sexy and confident. Which yes. confidence is just sexy, period. Mm-hmm. So sexy. Absolutely. That, mm-hmm. that trumps everything. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. So, man, in our 30s. 
30s. I'm entering my 31st year, so I've been in a full year of 30. And, and how's I've, it been going, Yunes? I found there's a lot of self-discovery that I never would have thought would have happened. Because leading up to 30, I was trying to mentally prepare myself and physically prepare myself and make changes. Which check, check. Which check, check. Checked check, all check. those boxes. And then now I'm focusing on what is going to make me happy professionally. What is going to make me happy in my relationships with my friends and making sure I make time for my dreams, just like you said. And you've got a lot of dreams, you know, on a small scale, you've got a lot of (laughs) ideas and then on a big scale. So can you talk about some of those things and maybe how your dreams have changed and what your motivations are and absolutely my, um, Tell us about those things. Well, when I first moved to New York, my dream was to just be a jazz musician. And with admin work on the side, and it's transitioned into being very passionate about arts administration, event production, and also performing. And along those paths in trying to learn and develop I've decided I decided to focus more on arts admin in the past couple years. Why did that change me, happen? Was it well, because a lot of, of it's financial? Yeah, you know, learning what it actually and, means and gaining experience. Yeah, and wanting to get to be involved and um, focusing on that kind of work. And now that I've found some comfort level of comfort in doing that, I'm turning a little bit back towards performing a little bit again. And my next endeavor and dream, per se, is to to produce my own events, which is which like... Sound, which sound... They sound so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse I'm me. I'm really nervous they, about it. But do you like, want to talk about it more? Are you not ready to talk about it? And when did where did this idea come from? The idea came from just I love bringing people together I love making people laugh I love performing and dancing and and I will just say that for now what I'm trying to put on the events that I'm trying to put on will have elements of that and elements of what I love all the things all the things and I think that's an interesting thing to bring up because I have tried to and I've needed to learn how to find balance in all the things that I love and realize that you can pursue all of the things that you love. Mm-hmm. For me, I I am a perfectionist and I think even from a young age, I felt like unless I can be perfect at something or give this my all, then I I can't do it. Yeah, that's such a, you're your own worst critic. Exactly. And you're the only thing that really holds you back at the end of the day. Exactly, yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah, so you, in my 30s, I think I've, there's a confidence in myself just from experience, but also really, really working on the head game because I think your mental health and your, your positivity you uh that's a game changer that's your driving force right and and your mental health carries over through 
your body all aspects of your all health life and your health right yeah so it's definitely a mindset and not to say that you have to believe in unicorns and rainbows and butterflies all the time (laughs) but and I say this to my athletes and I really believe this your negative thoughts take up energy and they take up energy in a way that's mentally exhausting, physically exhausting, and you can use that energy to do other things. Mm-hmm. So that's a lesson in in running, but that's a life lesson too. It Your is. mental thoughts take up energy. And I know when I kind of let my brain go there to that negative place, I won't have a good night's sleep. I'll wake up feeling really tired and fatigued in a way that I should not feel that way, but that's the power of your mind. It is. It's crazy. I remember, I think I had told you this one time where I was just completely down and I was just by myself and I went and had dinner by myself and I'm like, why am I so down? And I just took a walk and I asked myself, I'm like, okay, take a step back. What do you have I remember in your this. life? Yeah. You have so much to be thankful and grateful for. And yeah. I just listed everything and, I, and then my mood just... <laughs> completely change yeah and you have to do that for yourself i think another big lesson i've learned is the power of gratitude the power of Mm -hmm. gratitude is so big and i was looking up some quotes and things that inspired me let me try to find it um ruby doll is this writer's name she's pretty young um So she says this about positivity that I really, really loved when we were talking about having a positive, you know, positive. I think people hear, oh, they're telling me to be positive. Like, you can't be positive all the time. That's not real life. What about real life stuff? Exactly. And so I thought this was a cool way to look at it. Sometimes you have to send as much positivity out into the world as you can without expecting it to find its way back to you which we talk about expectations all the time. Yeah, yeah. The world isn't always a nice place, and not everyone is going to be as kind or as giving as you are, and you need to accept that. Often, the positivity that you send out to others might not find its way back to you, but it doesn't mean that you will never get it back. It may come back, perhaps a little slower, in a different shape or form or from a different person, but to stop yourself from hurting, just don't expect it to. Wow. So, Snaps. Ruby Doll, D H A L. Where'd you find that? On the gram. Nice. I found one of her quotes came up on a like a motivation account about love, which I might read later. And I was looking at her page, and that one was the last thing that she posted. So, mm. there's a lot going on there positivity, expectation, gratefulness. Yeah being grateful I mean gratitude is amazing and I think if you can just take a step back and realize what you have uh, another habit that I've started is and I haven't done it in a while I need to get back on the train is in the back of my journal and I have it here I write the date and I write three things that I'm grateful for see yeah and I try to make those things different 
like, you know, I would say I'm thankful for pizza, I'm thankful for <laughs> tacos, and I'm thankful for ice cream every day. But I try to not always have it be food or have it be, you know, I'm I always feel really grateful the for my stuff. Yeah, for my legs, for my body or <laughs> you know, whatever. I try to to have them be all three different things. Real things. But and I know a lot of uh other people that I listen to, Tim Ferris, um, who I have some thoughts about I think he is positive overall Mm. Um, he's an entrepreneur but really curious about how successful people become successful one of the things he has found is that most successful people that he comes across meditate but that he he's someone that is into reflection meditation and gratitude and remembering what you're grateful for yeah I've heard that the people that are the most successful meditate and wake up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, so I'm a morning person. I'm an advocate for waking up early in the morning. It's hard for me. I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. There are some people that I, that can be really productive at night. And I wouldn't say I'm productive, but lately I just, I've been staying up late and I just enjoy it. I just enjoy you know, what do you think that is? Midnight, one one a.m. I don't. I think also I've had an interesting relationship with sleep. So part of me just wants to make sure that I'm going to sleep when I'm a- absolutely tired and will fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But there's something I enjoy the peace and quiet of it getting to be after ten, eleven. There's just a calmness that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just happening internally with me. That's interesting. But it just feels like the world in general, my neighborhood or the city or something, there's just like a, ah, that happens. Yeah. That I really enjoy. And, you know, maybe I can get that earlier so I can wake up earlier, but. Yeah, that does exist in the the morning when nobody's awake. Exactly. (laughs) And that I appreciate. Winning the mornings, as I like to call it. Winning the morning. Uh, what else about getting grown? Different uh, lessons I've learned. Um, I think that Uni and I touched on this earlier is that when you're, you know, my decision on moving, I made that decision once I was in a really good part of my life. And I think that's when you can get in. I think you should always be kind of looking at yourself internally and saying, what is my growth as a person? What are the things that I want to work on? Yeah. Self-reflection. And a big thing for me, in especially being a, a perfectionist and wanting everything, wanting to have all my ducks in a row all the time and having a really hard time with change. I think people yeah. really can't deal with change. And it's what uncomfortable. I've, right, what, what I've tried to remember is change is the only constant. That is the only thing that's guaranteed in life. Mm-hmm. Is that, and that we were born and we die. Yes. <laughs> that there is life. <laughs> and there's and life. then it's going to change. How do you feel like you're, you deal with change? I try. I know it's hard. It's hard to think about. When was the last time anything has drastically changed? Um, it depends. If it's you know that it's good for you. Yeah. I try to walk into it with open with an open mind. Yeah. 
It's definitely not easy. Yeah. I'm trying to go into this change. you're about to go into this. Right. I haven't had this type of change happen to me in a long time. College was really hard for me. Starting college was really hard for me because there's this fakeness when you start college. Like freshman year, it was like everyone's just like fake nice right now. And I had a hard time being myself in Mm -hmm. a situation like that. And I'm someone that likes to control things. So for me, I couldn't control that. I didn't, and I didn't know how to take a step back and just be quiet. That's interesting. I was excited. I was like, I want to get out, get out of my parents' house. I was excited, <laughs> but also, I think that I wasn't, I wasn't studying musical theater and I wasn't performing anymore. So there was kind of a part of me that was almost like, I don't want to say dying inside, but there was a part of me that was really sad, and I didn't ever talk about that. Uh. And I also, once I realized that, I think I would have liked to transfer to a different school that could provide me with a different atmosphere um, and different and different situations. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it again, like get into a new situation, a new environment, and have to re-meet people. I think I what I've realized about myself, too, is I really hold my friendships close like like they're my family yeah so do i i agree and being single too you know i have friends i think the reason why it's okay for me and i just kind of realized i i don't want to be in a serious relationship and this is something that you have said you're like i don't know if i want to be i don't know anymore yeah and and i think that that can be hard for people because you're surrounded by when are you getting married and are you in a relationship and do you have that partner? And right. for me, I feel like my friends fill in that role big time for me. <laughs> yeah, same. I have thought so many times, like, why do I need a relationship if I have friends that are this fulfilling to me? But that's that's a priority and that's really, really important to me. Where I think some people are a little bit shyer or quieter and are to themselves. And so when they find themselves in a relationship and they find themselves having a partner it's new to them they're not used to having those really close connections friendships friendships. yeah that's that's something i've been thinking about lately that's really interesting that's definitely part of coming into your 30s and right adulthood shedding those people that aren't serving you in the way that you need doesn't mean they're bad but I said this to a friend uh, who I'm who lives in L.A. and she used to live in Astoria, her and her husband. And she and I went to college together and became really good friends our senior year. And I said to her, her, I said, I'm really excited to be back closer to you every day because I know that you're one of those people that is going to make me a better person and lift me up. And like if I'm not doing what I want to be doing with my life. She's gonna be like, "Hey, right? Remember you're also, this? You're also the type of friend that you make time, for, right? For your friends, right? Not everyone's like that, exactly. Yeah, and that's it's a priority and it's important to me. And I think that's also why I am feeling like I don't want to be in a committed, serious relationship right now because my priority is my friends, and I I, I know that I'm going to have a hard time giving up 
and that's the thing. I don't want it to. It shouldn't feel like giving up anything when mm-hmm. you're when you have a significant other. But I think I want to be selfish right now, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. That word has negativity all over it, but it there's does. nothing wrong with it. And that's another 30s. As long as you know what you want. Grown lesson is doing what's best for you is not selfish. No. And, and I your think, I think your friends will understand that. The right person, they're going to I feel like people are just going to fit into that. Mhm. Right. They're going to support I could be you. Wrong. Let me So I could be wrong. Let me read this other quote from the same writer. So she does, she has another thing. Sometimes people leave your life and that is it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's... That, I've also heard like in church and stuff where in some sermons where the pastor's been like, some people are in your life for only a season and they're in your life for that season that season for a specific reason because you're supposed to learn something from them or you're supposed to teach them something right vice versa and then after that season is over they may not be meant to be in your life anymore right not to say that like it's a burnt bridge or it's just right people, but they had a purpose go, at the time yeah and people go their own ways too and live their own lives as well absolutely you know sometimes things change when people have family get right families right so and it doesn't make what you had any less but it just means things are changing your relationship with certain people are going to change Mm -hmm. okay so here's this one about uh so this is from a an account called thoughts in life thoughts the letter n life I hope you find a love that gives you the strength to love yourself, a love that not only heals you, but allows you to help heal others, a love that doesn't question you and breaks down very uncertainty, Uh, sorry, and breaks down every uncertainty you had about yourself, a love that teaches you that you are worth loving and you should never think otherwise. I hope you find a love that guides you as you walk towards your dreams, a love that holds you as you cross each other. A love that holds you as you cross each barrier in your life. I hope you find a love that makes you stronger, wiser, and kinder. A love that only brings you down to build you up in ways you never imagined. A love that guides you, becomes the light, and the reason for which you shine. A love that doesn't break break you if it leaves you. I hope you find a lover who is your best friend, your companion, your equal in every way. A lover who would never leave you, but if they did, then you would still be okay because they will teach you that you are not incomplete without them. A lover who makes you feel whole but doesn't weaken you. A lover who shows your worth and teaches you to put yourself first. A lover who cherishes your soul instead of your body. A lover as kind as the wind, as soft as feathers, and as bright as sunlight. I hope you find a love within this lover, and I hope that one day they find you too. Dang. And when I was reading this, I thought... You can wait for that. I can wait for that. For sure I want it. But I also thought... I mean, why? It, for me, I was like, well, this isn't just romantic love. This is like this is deep love. This is like any rela- friendship, too, for me. Like, this is how much importance I have, I put on my friends to support me and I support them in that equal way. And I just don't think everyone thinks about their friendships that way. I completely agree. And I'm that's very cool. much 
emotional like that when it comes to my friendships and I've found sometimes I I can't expect people to have that same passion for their friendships as right. as me. Exactly. And that is something that's can be hard to deal with. Yeah. You kind of have to curve curve it a little or know who who is capable of giving you that. Right. And focusing on that and that's fine. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Um that reminded me of a quote that I saw on came across on social media as well. Mm-hmm. We're just sharing quotes today. Yeah. <laughs> love, love the quotes. <laughs> this was on a Let the quotes inspire you, y'all. On a friend's Instagram. It said, a good relationship is when two people accept each other's past, support each other's present, and love each other enough to encourage each other's future. So don't rush love. Find a partner who encourages you to grow, who won't cling to you, who will let you go out into the world and trust that you will come back. This is what true love is all about. Mm. It's always worth the wait. Mm. similar sentiment yeah huh? just a little more condensed and i think yeah. a little more focused on like an intimate yeah um relationship yeah i think that the other the one that i read too is focused on intimacy but i thought it was interesting that but my I reaction like, was i could i felt like i could relate it to friendships yeah too though yeah more than this than this quote yeah you know and as you enter your 30s these are the things that we've been constantly thinking about. Well, what I've, my expectations in a partner have changed from when I was in my 20s. Absolutely. I think it's higher expectations, greater expectations, but ones that I would want from a life partner. And I think when you get together with someone when you're in your 20s, you have a unique opportunity to grow together. Right. So you grow into those expectations of each other. Whereas when you start dating someone in your 30s, you have those expectations already for a new person coming in. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So big change coming up. And I think, you know, we talked about change is hard. But if you're having feelings of being incomplete or feeling like you're not where you should be, you're not doing the thing that you want to be doing or you're not living your life the way you want to be living it, you have control over that. But only you're the one that's going to make anything Mm -hmm. happen. And I think a lot of times it can be overwhelming for people. Oh, it for sure is overwhelming. I don't know even where to start. Yeah, that's how I felt. Baby steps. Yeah, I would encourage you to... Talk to as many people as possible. If someone is doing even the smallest bit, Mm -hmm. something that you're interested in, contact them and say, hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee and talk about your career or these life decisions you made? I did that. I talked to a lot of people for years. This is going back, I would say, maybe when I was 26, this started. Yeah. Four years of like, almost like life college. You know, like I talk to people I research things I was a prep chef for a few months yeah, at a vegan restaurant that. yeah I and you took that class that I took a culinary class. nutrition class at Natural Gourmet Institute I pursued things and you know people are giving 
they're giving of information and they're giving of time. And especially I feel like I know what that feels like. I going through the what the fuck am I doing with my life and what do I want and who am I? Mm -hmm. It's oh, it's okay. First of all, take deep breaths. Yeah. You have time to figure it out. You have all the time. Even when you're Even in your if, 60s, you have time to hey, do what you want to do. we all change. We're never going to be the right. same person that right. we were at 25 versus 30 or 30 to 35 or 35 to 40. Like, we're always evolving. And to think that you should be doing the same thing for the rest of your entire life is kind of bogus. It is. It's kind of insane. It's unless, going against unless, human like, nature. Unless that's what you really want, but I'm not convinced that, you know, that that's what everybody wants. I think everybody wants different things as they arrive to different moments in their life. Right. And the relationships around you change. Absolutely. Yeah. So be open to change and then be curious. Be curious. Learn. Be hungry. And, information. and if you decide to pursue something and it ends up being not what you thought it would be or not what you want, that's okay too. Yes. Luckily, we're living in a day and age where people have multiple careers and there's so much information available to you. Oh, yeah. Options are options are endless, which I agree can be overwhelming. And at some point, I just had to start making decisions for myself. So yes, I got the information I was talking Taking, to people. You took ownership. Exactly. This sounds like our words of encouragement. <laughs> words Segment. of encouragement. This whole thing is a word, is of, a encouragement. word of encouragement. Yeah, take ownership over your life. Mm-hmm. Take ownership of the, over the things that you want. Mm-hmm. Fiercely. Fiercely. Confidently. And fearlessly. <laughs> Fearlessly. Fearless. It sounded funny saying it like that. <laughs> Fearlessly. Fearlessly. <laughs> Watch out for Leslie. <laughs> so should we uh, do our Dear Men segment? Dear Men. Yo. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay. Dear men, be encouraging and an ally to women in moments where you feel uncomfortable. And don't play the victim because you're not the victim. Mm -mm. When we ask you to wash those dishes... You're not the victim. <laughs> We're just asking you to wash the dishes. It's cool. It's cool, you know? Yeah, and if your lady if your lady is curious about doing something new, be supportive. Be supportive. Or your friend. It doesn't have to be your significant other. Say, so you go do it. And I got your back. You need support? You need me to step it up? Fine, I'll step it up. You're yeah. fierce. Don't don't bring your fierce, strong, confident, independent women down. Don't. Raise them up and say, yeah, I'm happy for you. Because I'm sure most women would be very encouraging and giving and sacrificial to, your, to, y'all. to y'all. 
And if you're and if you're around somebody that doesn't, then you shouldn't be with them anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your dear men? My dear men, in terms of getting grown, is dear men. If you're a man child, you knock it off. That's it. No. <laughs> We're not your mamas, okay? You've got a mama. I'm not your mama. Be grown and don't make us feel like your mom, okay? Get your shit together. Boy, I ain't your mama. I don't know that song, but yeah, exactly. Did you just make that up or is that a song? It's a real song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't your mama. 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 I ain't your mama. 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 Don't I make me your, your mama. 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 I ain't your mama. Nah, nah. You're gonna get your act together. Get it together. I ain't your mama. Do your laundry. <laughs> make your dinner. Mm-hmm. And make me dinner. Get it. Get it. Make us dinner. Woo. Woo. Take out the dogs. <laughs> okay. Burp the baby. <laughs> all right. So that's it. Oh, I hope you all enjoyed this. This this update show, this we grown, we're doing we shit. Grown, we sexy, we doing it. If you have any questions about anything that we mm. have going on, we are happy to talk to you about it, especially if you're in a transition in life where you really are feeling a little lost. We got you. So yes, you can do it. You can do it. Send us send us a DM and you got this. Or do we? Or do we? Yes. We're never sure. But we got this. We or, got this. Or do we? Do we? We'll find out. So we'll see you next time. See you next week. Ciao for now. Ciao, baby. Oh, <laughs> my